We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Nathaniel Rakich from 538 and ABC is with us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line. Plenty of things impacting the presidential race this week. Age, border security, funding for Ukraine uh, and Israel. Nathaniel, what's moving the needle this week? Hey, folks. Uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think uh, not much. Uh, I was keeping an eye on the polls after uh, Joe Biden's kind of no good, very bad day at the office last week in which uh, the special report uh, came out about his handling of classified documents and also kind of cast questions on his age, um, which, of course, led to a lot of a renewed speculation um, that he was, uh, you know, too old to do the job. But so far, his approval rating, you know, it, it hasn't been good for several years, um, but it hasn't gotten any worse as a result of, of that incident. So I tend to think that attitudes about Biden and about Trump, for that matter, are, are pretty baked in at this point. So if you're concerned about Biden's age, you, that was already kind of reflected in the poll. You know, I mean, so much uh, about the age. Right. Um, I saw somebody comment on Twitter this week. You know, if these candidates are so old, why do so many people vote for them? And it got me thinking. I was like, well, you know, hmm, maybe he has a point. And then I thought more about it. I'm like, well, actually, I don't know. Like, do a lot of people vote for the two of them? And I went back, you know, 2020, you've got over 70 million votes for Donald Trump, a little over 80 million votes for Joe, Joe Biden. There's 330 million people who live in the U.S. So, I mean, I don't. You look at the numbers now. So a lot of those people aren't eligible to vote, uh, age right. or another reason. But still, I mean, the majority of people aren't voting for one of these candidates. Aren't voting for either of these candidates at the end of the day. Well, I think yeah. I mean, the number of eligible voters is a lot lower and. and- you know, it was the vast majority of people who were eligible to vote who turned out in the 2020 election. Um, but, you know, obviously there is dissatisfaction with both of them. You see a couple of active third-party presidential campaigns, RFK Jr., uh, Cornell West. Um, you see No Labels, this kind of independent bipartisan group that's trying to, to get on the ballot in several states. Um, and it's a big question about whether those people are going to be able to pull away votes. You know, I don't think they're going to win. I mean, it's been, you know, even Ross Perot, who is the, the strongest third party candidate in our lifetime, you know, he, he didn't win. And nobody has won, um, you know, more than 10 percent of the vote as a third party candidate since him, uh, you know, what, 30 years ago. So, you know, a third party candidate has basically no shot of winning. But could they siphon off enough votes, maybe five or 10 percent to affect the race? Sure, that could happen. You know, the South Carolina primary is the next big primary, Nikki Haley's home state. She's taking on both Trump and Biden when it comes to age. Is this making a difference with her in in the polls? 
Yeah, this is another good example, right? She is hammering on kind of both of them, but it just doesn't seem to be making a difference for her. There was a new poll out from South Carolina yesterday that basically showed no movement in the state despite, you know, kind of two weeks of Haley campaigning there um, and, you know, yeah, hammering on the issue of of Trump's age uh, as well as Biden's. Um, So it, it just doesn't seem like she is making a dent to the you know, Republicans in particular are, are still just very loyal to Donald Trump. I mean, this next primary could be the one that I mean, really decides the race here on the Republican side. Historically speaking, when does that point typically happen? I mean, is it vastly different every year? It seems so early to have, you know, already decided basically who the candidate is going to be. But, you know, then again, in 2016... Maybe we said the same thing about Hillary Clinton, and it was already decided uh, on the Democratic side. Uh, How can you kind of compare how this is going to past primary seasons? Right, yeah. Uh, So we actually took a look at this at uh, an article over at 538.com a couple of weeks ago, and we found that, yeah, assuming that Nikki Haley loses South Carolina, and if she drops out after South Carolina, which she says she won't, but, you know, I think the pressure is going to be on her if she does, um, it would be the earliest end to a primary season uh, in modern history. Uh, it, it just this is extremely early for these things to be wrapped up. Usually you see it happen sometime in March uh, because in March is kind of when you see a lot of the big states vote. And so after a state like California or Texas votes that are worth a lot of delegates, then it becomes mathematically impossible basically for you to win. And that's when people tend to drop out and say, OK, I give up. Um, but if Nikki Haley were to drop out now when only, you know, let's say four states have voted, um, that would be historic. You mentioned a little earlier third-party candidates, and I was thinking about the RFK spot that ran during the Super Bowl. Do we know if there was any reaction, any response to that? That's a great question. Um, I mean, certainly there was a lot of response among the media, but I haven't seen much among voters. I haven't seen a new poll come out testing RFK uh, in, in the wake of that ad, so uh, I think we're going to have to wait and see on that one. Well, it's... A big step, right, for a third-party candidate, you know, technically their political action uh, committee there that ran the spot to do. It has to boost name recognition, right, because all the attention has been, oh, it's going to be a rematch, Trump and Biden. There's probably a lot of people out there, and a lot of people watch the Super Bowl, who just had no idea, oh, there's somebody else running for president. Yeah, I think that's true. Obviously, you know, we saw that it was the highest uh, rated uh, like television program in history. Um, so it was certainly a, a good play for RFK's PAC to do that. But at the same time, it's kind of a unique case because as a Kennedy, he kind of has this built in name recognition and it's actually kind of misleading. Right. So like a lot of the time when pollsters will ask, you know, do you support Trump, Biden or RFK Jr.? A lot of those people don't know that RFK Jr. is running until the pollster asks on the question, but they're like, oh, like, I like Kennedy. Maybe I'm a you know, old school Democrat and, you know, I don't really like Joe Biden or I think he's too old or whatever. So I'll pick him. But it's misleading because a lot of people don't know about some of his specific beliefs, such as kind of some of his cringier views on vaccines. Um, and so the, the poll, what you see in the polls for RFK uh, and maybe what you might see after the Super Bowl ad might be inflated because all people know is his name and they haven't kind of learned about his actual positions, which are, are unpopular. Nathaniel, thanks for the time this morning. Thanks, guys. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.